It's just in time. Alright everyone, welcome to the very first episode of Just In Time. I'm joined here today uh, with none other than Jordan Wiener, but before we get into the podcast, I'd like to uh, say a little bit of a special message from our sponsors of My20. Uh, For those of you that don't know, My20 is a company that has made it their goal to provide others with a way to express themselves and give back. So thank you My20 for sponsoring this episode of the podcast and many more to come. Now I'm going to kind of just leave it off to Jordan, but hey, before we start, is this, a, is this an important thing? What if what if we're not synchronized on this right now, though? See, before this, the camera started rolling, Justin and I coordinated, we coordinated putting our glasses on. The only difference is, mine are real glasses, and Justin just wants to look smart. No, I'm, I'm actually smart, that's why I've... This, these, are, these are my 20 fake glasses, actually not sold anymore, special edition, so I'm yeah, just going to throw these on for the show. Just so I can match my... Oh, wow. Uh, can you see that now? <sighs> see, I think another way to tell my glasses are real is that they're dirty. <laughs> I wear them all the time and I never clean them. Mine feel pretty dirty, too. I think these deserve a cleaning. But uh, anyways, I just I just want to say that before, you know, we weren't this, really... This is not a sponsor, by the way. Oh, and we got the Tim this is, Yoff. This is just free advertising for them. For those of you that don't which know... Which is great for that. What does the term Yoff mean? I've been told, I've been told it means like milkshake or something. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yoff means you go, coffee. Yoff coffee. Yoff coffee. Where's coffee. that? Where's that relation come from? I don't know if I can get it. Um, I'm gonna shout out the Milk Boys here. They kind of got me saying the term Yoff, and then I've kind of just like said it. And now I think some of my followers are saying Yoff, and a lot of my friends at school are saying it, and a lot of my friends back home are now saying it too. So I think it's, I think you know, it's cool. You know, Justin, I say it, I say it all the time. I say Yoff. I just I've been using it incorrectly because I'll tell my friends I want to go get a Yoff, and I go take them for a milkshake. And then I think I'm kind of perpetuating this wrong misuse of the word. Shit. Also, on that note, I just swore. This is this this podcast is not I, explicit. Maybe I should clap so you can synchronize like the beep every time you swear. So no, be no, no, no. S- it's explicit. We could swear. No. You, you could be. You could use your dirty mouth now. We're we're gonna but swear. But what about what about all the little kids? You're you know you're gonna have to put a restriction on this content. All I'm gonna say is Logan Paul started his podcast called Impulsive. Um, he swears on it. He's got little kids following him. I don't. I, my demographic man is between eighteen to twenty four. So, I think, I think your uh, demographic is me. You know, <laughs> I I've registered the Justin Fan Club. That's a trademark term now in Canada, proudly owned by me. And you know, it couldn't be anybody else other than me. You know why? Because mm-hmm. this man over here, he's my brother. He's my brother. He's my brethren. I've known this guy since he was less than a year old. So you can't see right now on camera, but his hand was just on my knee. I you don't do that with just guys. You only do that with. You only do that with a real bro. Only, <laughs> oh my god, only real brethren do that. Okay, yeah. let's let's. Uh, you want to focus your thoughts a little bit? I, I'm just gonna say, like those of you listening now are probably saying, "What the what the fuck are these people talking about?" We no, liter- this episode is like I came up with a theme. It's about. <clears throat> so today we're talking about. <clears throat> excuse me. That's, you know what I mean. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be honest with the viewers. We uh, this guy is going off to uh, Singapore very soon, so I'm not gonna see this guy for a solid first quarter of the year. He's gonna be gone. I'm not gonna see him. So like, you know, we wanted to go and get some like hot chocolate, celebrate the holidays, and just like catch up before. And then I told him that I'm starting the podcast, and he's like, "This is this is if you want me on it." Which I mean, I can you know have the wiener on the box. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is the only time it's gonna happen because uh, I'm yeah. I'm I'm getting into this country pretty soon. I'm leaving the colder weather for some rain and 35 degrees Celsius. And uh, for those of you that know, I'm I'm a freaking weird guy, and uh, oh, I've grown up my whole life with this guy, and we've been very weird together. And we might we might touch touch upon something today that's very sacred to us, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I think we'll see. And you know, maybe if it doesn't get touched on in this episode, this is something that you could look forward to in an upcoming episode because it's uh. <laughs> there's there's some weird moments i think you know a lot of my oddness which is you know emanating from you constantly and justin's strangeness if you've been following him you know this guy's off the charts i think i think (laughs) we're to blame for each other i think so too because growing up we just 
weren't exactly the most normal kids. You know what the and word? then I think realizing, like, being surrounded with each other, knowing that this behavior we thought was common because we were doing it all the time. <laughs> we're like, you know, this is how this is how you're supposed to grow up. So yeah. in those fundamental ages, when your brain's developing, it was developing incorrectly because we were just too weird all the time. We're a little weird, but uh, I guess what I've learned is it's okay to be weird. But, like, the hardest part for us is that we've, uh, we're going to get on the subject, but we've been recording videos. We've been making, like, home movies since like ever since i got my first camera and like looking back on these movies now it's like living proof like you think you're weird or you think you're like normal but then you watch back and you're like geez oh god it's it's sometimes you know maybe those memories are best kept in your head because watching them back they were so painfully awkward and and weird i think and maybe we'll be watching back this podcast a couple years from now and saying look we're too Almost grown men talking about nothing on a podcast right now. And we just say, we're talking about how weird we are. Maybe instead of talking about how weird we are, we should just be weird. We're just going to be, honestly. I don't have to convince you I'm weird. Hey, hey. Honestly, the, I, I know when I started this podcast, I was like, I was trying to be like really proper and stuff and trying to talk about like how I'm living life on my own terms, like doing this business, doing this, you know, just have fun with what you do. But like, you know, spending time with Matthew Wilkes, who will be on the show and also spending a lot of time with him. Like, two, two absolute weirdos. I'm definitely a lot more weird with this guy. But I'm like, you know what? Who, who, who shows their weird side ever? So why don't I just make a podcast where I have, like, these crazy conversations? I don't know where they're going to go. Well, but you know, I think this is a good segue. How do you feel about doing a little story time? I think we should. I think For we the should. the viewers uh, and the listeners. I think we should do story time. I think we should talk about some future plans that me and Jordan have. I think we should talk about... A huge adventure that we had this summer and maybe we start maybe we start with that like Ooh. i think that's a good like story time and then we can like easily a story time of the summer or the films that you know are... i wish we were live so that we could ask the viewers what, what they want to hear but what do you want to talk about how about i hold up a number behind my my back well <laughs> how's this gonna work uh, okay i'm i'm thinking of a number and the thing between one and two and you're gonna say the number okay and then wait okay okay two two would be the 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 summer the summer, the summer adventure all right you know what? let's get into let's that. Say story time okay no more time to be wasted right now we're gonna uh you're gonna take a sip you look like you need a sip of your tea this is tea. and then yeah. this is not this is not a yaw for milkshake i'm in yaw actually you know what if you've been following me since the summer or if you just started following me and you saw the post I went camping with this guy uh, in August. Oh, yeah, it's not even a surprise for them. Just scroll but, scroll down the feed. On It's the at the Justin Cohen, right? The, the Justin Cohen, the, the one and only Justin Cohen. Scroll down that a little bit up until August, I'd say. And, you know, it puts you in this frame of time. Let's go back a couple months. Before we go on, all the videos that I make, like, you see, like, a lot of what goes on, but, like... There's a lot, there's a lot of hitting meaning in my videos, so like a lot of the scenes that I've seen with him, like you're not going to understand, like him and I are going to watch him and be like, oh yeah, hey, like, oh, <laughs> I remember that night, so like I think us like going into the story time, you know, if you listen to the story time, then you go back and like actually watch the episode, you're going to be like, holy shit, like this makes, this makes perfect sense now, so I highly recommend you do that to whoever's listening or watching, but without any further ado, uh, Mr. Wiener, let's, uh, let, let's, uh, I think, okay, uh, to be fair, I think the only way to start we can fast forward, you know, the couple beginning years of our life, which can be, oh. I mean, I've known this guy, just as an introduction for you guys, I've known this guy since I was quite literally zero, because he's older than me. Um, so our families always grew up very close together. And one of the ways that we got closer as we were growing up was renting different cottages as we were growing up. So at a certain point, I'm going to say when we were around nine years old-ish, Justin and I took it upon ourselves to say, you know what, the cottage is great and all, mom and dads and the sisters, that's what we call them, the moms, the dads and the, the sisters. Moms and dads, our families are all <clears> one. Yeah, like, it's the sisters we and got the two moms, moms two, two fathers, dads. two sisters, and two dogs, shout out and Sasha also, and Dora. yeah, I mean, our families are one, when we were little kids, we dreamed of building a mansion together for our families, but whatever, let's, that's Whoa, whoa, let's track. start there, no, 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 we're gonna start there, we're gonna No, take... no, no, we told them they're getting the camping story, okay. we're getting the camping story, so when, I'm gonna say when we were around nine years old. We we really wanted to get our families out camping together. We said, you know what, the cottage is great. It's a lot of fun. I've never been camping before. And Justin's been camping. He said, you know, this is a, this is a great time to go with your family. 
we've always wanted to do this ween- with the wieners, and I've always wanted to do it with these guys. So I said, no, the Cohens. Let's go, the Cohens. <laughs> so what did Justin and I do? We didn't ask her, but, you know, if we just asked our parents, they'd just say no. We, we knew that. So we had to prove to them that this, this camping was something that we were passionate about. <laughs> How did we do that, Justin? Oh, God, this is, this is hard to look back on. It's an but, Excel, Excel sheet. Uh, I remember using your laptop. This laptop, like, it had a computer screen that flipped around. And we sat we sat inside on a beautiful summer day when we could have been spending our time swimming in the lake, like, you know, playing with some water guns or just, just screwing around like several, young kids do. Several, this might have spanned several days. It was several, oh, it was easily a week. <laughs> and we, honestly, guys, I'm going to tell you right now, we were two young men who were forced to grow up real quick in a very short period of time oh, we, yeah. we wanted to make something happen and we sat there and we said you know what we're gonna make this happen so what did we do we got his laptop we sat down we put on our serious faces and we said you know what we're gonna budget every single damn dollar <laughs> that it's gonna cost to do this freaking trip which in hindsight our parents didn't, didn't care about the price of hot dogs they cared they just didn't want to go little did we know and i think we're only figuring that out now but Justin and I, <laughs> we came up with every single grocery list item that you need to go camping, down to like the mustard packages, and we went on Sobies, Sobies <laughs> and Loblaws. The web they don't even have prices there, so we couldn't find them. So we found like averages for you know a pack of six hot dogs. And we're using, you know, we'd take some conservative estimates if we saw some hot dogs were too expensive. So we, t- we took several, several hours preparing an entire Excel sheet to come up with a cost that was like no more than $200. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, dessert. It was planned out beautifully. Of course, dessert was beautiful. ours. We, we looked at different campsites. So. We looked at oh, different we, pictures. We looked at all the different campsites, read the reviews. And then when we were done, correct me if I'm wrong. We took all the data and we threw it in a PowerPoint, <laughs> put this beautiful PowerPoint together, convincing the parents, you know, this is why we have to go camping because it's only two hundred dollars, <laughs> which they didn't care about. But it was a great PowerPoint, and you know what? I think we learned a lot. From You're that. proud, but we we forget about leading up. We so we, wait when we when we presented it to them. Well, we finished up. And we we said, wait wait when we present. Do when we remember, presented remember? it for them, I think it was on your dock. No, it was on your... It was on and my dock. we made them appetizers and drinks. Happy hour we, at the cottage. We, yeah, we, we pampered them up, so they knew it was coming. I think we said, like, you guys go relax. We're going to get you some food. We're going to make you the drinks. At, like, 9, 11 years old or whatever it was. And we took out the PowerPoint. And as parents, you could only imagine what they're thinking. Like, God, what are they asking like, oh, for? fuck. And no, all that we were asking for was an innocent family vacation. Could you believe that? That's all innocent. we wanted. We just wanted an experience. Vacation. An outdoor experience that wasn't a cottage, you know? We wanted we wanted to live That's a it. bit. That's it. So that never happened. And that we talked about that for several years. And every single year as we got older, 15 years old, 16 years old, 19 years old, we were saying we have to go camping. But it just would never happen. Cause the we sad part guy, is, though, when we were presenting, I remember presenting it. I remember we flipped your computer screen around. We were standing there acting all professional. We were very proud. I was really into it. He was really into it. And I just remember as I was presenting it, the parents were like looking at us like we're freaking freaks. And they're just like going, oh yeah, we'll consider it. We'll consider it. And we dropped, that's another story. We dropped our characters. Like this is, I think the only time that we spoke in proper voice English. That's another you know? story though. But yeah. yeah, but like we were serious. Our parents were annoyed with us because this accent voice we were talking this character and we stopped we said you know this is the most important thing for us right now it didn't happen they couldn't even give us that weekend didn't happen that weekend and two hundred dollars between two families and as you're saying up until the age of 19 nothing ever happened we went we were doing the cottages still it's great it's all fun you know it's all fun in the sun and stuff but we wanted to we wanted to be men for like we wanted to elevate our yeah we wanted to get rough we bought we bought uh Swiss Ar- knockoff Swiss Army knives from the dollar way back. store. This is way way back many years ago. We we, we rode we our bikes a, there. I remember? Yeah, that. very independent, very independent kids. We rode our bikes all the way to the dollar store. Bought these uh, two dollar Swiss Army knives because I was gonna do anything. <laughs> Actually, I think we did. St- I we Justin and I still had those knives, and I think we pulled them out later. That knife helped cut down a tree, from what I remember. Something like that. 
or sticks. Maybe not a tree. No, we had a saw for that, but we'll get into that. Anyways, age of 19, still nothing. I think we talked about it for some time after. And we're like, oh, you know what? We're going to go this summer. We're going to make it happen. This, this, and this. Nothing ever happened. Sure enough. And then let's go to this summer now. This summer, we played... I was 20 years old. You were 20. I'm 22. I was 22. 22. This past summer, we played tennis every Wednesday. That was very good. That was a lot of fun. Great time. Great idea. And, you know, me and him... We have like a lot of deep life chats and we were talking about, you know, just living life. And we said, you know what? Fuck it. It's time. It's time. It's we're time, man. We're doing this at the end of the summer. We're going to do it this summer. Period. We're doing Period. it. He was working. I wasn't working this summer. He he was all booked up on the weekends from what I remember. And he set aside like, yeah, two, two weekends. weekends in August. The, two weekends. Two weekends all summer. I think in like April, I didn't have a single weekend free. No. Except for except for that those two weekends. And I said, you know, putting two weekends aside, why two? You may ask yourself. In Canada, the weather is very unreliable. And I can tell you, if you're going camping and it's it's raining out and it's cold, you're not having a good time. So you're not accounted have for a good that time. I booked off two weekends for this guy to make this this dream happen. And sure enough, we get the week before. Or no, not okay. So the week before, as it's coming up, my parents are like, Are you going camping? <laughs> What's going on? And I'm like, Yep. Yeah, we're just going to like the wilderness and like, what are you doing for food? I'm like, we're living off the land. <laughs> what are you guys? And no, our, the sisters and the moms and the dads, they didn't believe that this was happening. No one thought we were going. Everyone they thought were we were spinning shit. They thought we were joking because we also had no preparation <laughs> whatsoever. Like, dude, it was I think the night there's a before. campground that we could go to. It was the night before. He Literally. came over here. We were sitting at this desk right this here. Desk, it looked like this. We were sitting here. We're like, okay, let's come up with a list of everything. That, this is the day before we're going camping. We're the just, night before. The night the before. Day. Yeah. The night before. We're, so, <laughs> we're solidifying where we're actually going because that was to yet to be determined. So we found a place. We came up with a list just like ad hoc. You know, we were we were typing up like, what do we need? What are we going to bring? <laughs> came up with this, this clever little list of uh, tools that we need. And I think... When then we started, <laughs> your mom is like, what about bears <laughs> or something? No, because keep in mind, we when we first wanted to go camping, we were going to pay for the campground, you know, nice little safe area, you know, no bears and all that stuff. But he, when he was at work, you were talking to your coworker and he yeah. told you about this um, Crown Lake. Crown, Crown, Crown Lake? Crown Park. Crown Park, whatever. It's owned by the government. There's a, you don't have to pay to stay there. And, but there's no campgrounds. You don't drive up there with a car. It's just a park where you can go camping. Leave. You make your own campground. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we were we were literally going to go with nothing. And we said we're just going to bring two backpacks, fit whatever the hell we could in there. We weren't even going to bring a tent at this point. And then my mom said that thing with the bears. And we're like, holy shit, is there bears? And but that, that put us down a, we were a scary Googling. path for a second. We Googled. We Googled is McRae Lakes, and we were Googling is there bears in McRae Lakes. Now it's and a, the answer to that is there are a lot of bear sightings, and it's actually quite frequent at McRae Lakes. So it's almost certain that you're going to run into bear. It was there. like certain. And we were like, what it was do certain. We do? And I remember this is like twelve o'clock that night, and just, we were talking back to each other. Like, should we do this or not? Like, it was the <laughs> you know, within five or, or eight hours, we were planning on getting in the road, and we're like, are we actually doing this? So there's bears. Like, what if we die? And then we were looking at the cost of bear spray, and it was like sixty dollars. Like, it's not worth it. <laughs> you know, it wasn't worth it. We're, we it just didn't make sense to buy bear spray for this chance encounter. So, what I think the plan that we came up with was the next day when we were like, before you go on. Yeah, though, when we, before we were going to sleep, I was freaking out, man. Like I was getting like anxiety and stuff, saying like we're gonna see, if we go like we're gonna see a bear and i remember i was texting him i was like sending him all these links to like different stories where like people encountered bears there's like videos of like literal back black bears like going to people's campgrounds like stealing their food like going close to your tent like supposedly like they're not afraid of you at mccray specifically at mccray this, this lake that we were and i was like i was like freaking out i was like there's no way we're gonna do this and then what, i think what did it for me was when i looked online there was no black bear there's like only 20, 20 deaths by bear in Canada in the past 10 years. And it was like, the odds are in our favor. You know, chances are we're going to survive this. So I think it's worth it. Keep in mind, if most people didn't bring bear spray, that number would probably be much higher. Like us. We didn't It'd probably be it. higher, man. I was, I just did not want to see a bear. I didn't want to be sleeping in my tent 
you know, having like a bear like scratching. But we're gonna get to that story soon. But yeah, going off this point, we went to Dollarama the next day, and we woke we, up early. We woke up super. We were out of the door at like six. I seven had my o'clock. backpack packed. You had. You, I think you borrowed my I backpack. Borrowed your backpack. Last minute, we swapped backpacks. <laughs> we swapped. We, we packed those things. Yeah, and we went to the dollar store. We went to the dollar store. The 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 only place you should go when you're going minimalist camping and you want some good quality gear that you're gonna be relying on, you know, because Dope. this is all you this is all you have when you're out there. When you're hiking out several hours in the woods, and you have one saw. You want it to be a saw that you cheaped out on at Dollarama because, you know, if that breaks, you at least saved $15 on a saw. And, like, I think we were proud of that fact. Like, I remember doing a story on my Instagram saying, all right, guys, <laughs> me and my buddy Jordan, we're going to be going camping. With Just nothing, off, no preparation. Literally nothing. We're going to the dollar store, buying all our supplies there. I mean, technically, we didn't just do the dollar store because we bought, like, canned food. Kind of like as a cheap. We only bought canned food and like very jerky. salty. <laughs> very salty. That will get to. And we only brought six bottles of water for each of us. We bought many more. We many more. Them. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that we was, brought a beer, a warm beer, and a goldfish, beer and goldfish. That's all. And beef jerky. Beef all jerky, sodium, bro. Soup. <laughs> it was all sodium. Beef jerky, soup, beer, goldfish, and water is the that only food that we had. And granola bars. Yes. Yeah. I think we each got, like, two granola two, Yeah, and then we brought, like, a really cheap lighter. And then I remember when we left the dollar store, we only spent, like, 22 bucks yeah, at the dollar store. And then... 22 like, bucks on food. And so we, it was, like, it was 20, like 20 bucks, bucks for each of us, literally. And plus gas or whatever, but, like, gas you're going to pay. But it was literally, like, a 20-plus, whatever, give or take a few dollars camping trip. It was awesome. So we start whipping it. Two-hour drive. It. Have, we have our Tim Hortons Yoffs in our hand. We're feeling we it. We're listening we to some really good sandwich. music. Oh, we also bought sandwiches. Oh, we bought sandwiches from Tim's. And we kept them in the warm car for several hours till we got there. We didn't eat them for a while because we wanted to have lunch with a proper meal once we got there. But they weren't they weren't cold. They weren't refrigerated. Yeah, they weren't what cold. You, we didn't bring a cooler, so mm-hmm. what are you going to do about that? But it was fun. We had a really good drive up. We were talking. We were really getting just really fired up. The scenery was awesome. And I remember we got there. We're trying to find the damn place, but we really couldn't find it. We didn't know where the hell to park. Very weird. Very odd. Just, it was off to a bad start right from the get-go. Yeah. We we spent, like, I'm going to say, like, 20, 30 minutes, like, trying to figure out where to park. This is, like, step one. Two kids, un- completely unprepared. I guess you could say ignorant. Or I'd say, yeah, I'd say one of those. I'll say unprepared with dollar store tour tools, and we couldn't even figure out where to park the car. So this is a, a sign that we were gonna have a success later on. And now we're just gonna take a little, a small little break. We're gonna try and do like twenty minute breaks. We're gonna have a word from our sponsors, and we're gonna be back in just a sec. This episode of Just in Time is brought to you by My Twenty. Join the movement. And we're back. Thank you for sticking along. So to resume our story. As Jordan was saying, it was right off the bat, it was a bad sign. We were driving circles. We didn't know where the hell to park because keep in mind, this is a Crown Lake and you're kind of like parking along the outskirts of the park. So we literally just took a chance. Like I thought for sure we were going to get a ticket that night because we were staying the night and we ventured off into the woods. Now, when we started out, I remember going in the woods. We're, we're, we're really feeling it. You know, we're really in the mood. And then I just remember we could not find the trail. No, I, well, you're kind of skipping like... We had our maybe, I'm going to say like 50-ish pounds. With all the water. Yeah, with all Six the water and the water, cans. Yeah. And we brought a lot of stuff for not having a lot of stuff. You yeah. know, it, it it adds up. The weight adds up when you're bringing a heavy bag to begin with. And you're packing it with a sleeping bag. And you're packing it with food and water. It gets very heavy. And we also brought ended up bringing a tent. So we yeah, were we taking turns. So 50 pounds on our back. We are just like, we get to the trail. We're like, I think this is the trail where it starts. And we, we walk down, like, may, I'm going to say maybe, like, 80 meters. And I'm thinking to myself. And then we, we get to the end of the 80 meters. And we're like, we realize it's a dead end. This is where you're just supposed to launch your canoes. And I remember, we, like, okay, cause this is not it. So we start walking back. And I'm thinking, because this bag's so heavy. I'm thinking to myself, like, we just wasted all that energy walking 80 meters. To go the wrong way. I was sweating. I had to take my shirt off at this <laughs> like, point already. This is like the very beginning. We're like a couple minutes in. So we start going down this other path that we find on the way back from there. And then I'm going to... um We 
I'm going to say we make it like 50 meters and we realize it's a dead end. So we have to turn back. Oh, God. So then we finally ended up finding where you're supposed to start the trail, which is not marked properly at all. It still wasn't. And we get on the trail. And this this point, they're like, okay, now we're starting. Like, this is the beginning of our hike. And we didn't have, we didn't have a map. Of, <laughs> we didn't have a map of where we were going. Guys, we were literally we like two... Two new people didn't know what the fuck we were doing, just thinking that Walking we were going to tackle the Walking into the wild, hoping to sleep and survive <laughs> it for the night, with no map, no satellite phone, no compass, no sense of being able to get back. We could have gone lost, dude. Easy. Especially what what we were doing. Oh, and yeah. How, how, yeah. So we started walking off, and we didn't know where we were going, so we're like, I guess we're going to walk down here. Like, this seems like a trail. So we walked a good distance. I'm going to say we walked like 35 minutes and we get easy, to this easy. bridge. And you'll see the bridge in the vlog if you watch it. So honestly, everything up to this point is going to start to make a lot of sense to you if you go back and watch that 60 oh, second yeah. video. I'm actually going to link it below so you guys can watch it. But yeah. Yeah. So we get to this bridge and I, I remember this cliff cuts off the path that we were walking on and there's another cliff here and a bridge that connects the two. And I remember we both walked off not where the bridge was and we took a piss peed like, off the, the cliff like, we're like we i think we made it like we we're gonna find a campground soon we're almost done our hike like we're good to go so we walk on the bridge and we're taking in the beauty and we're like oh this is great and also i mean i didn't i had my phone off in my bag there's no signal i don't think my cellular but i didn't unless the, i was just recording videos yeah i didn't it. i didn't check the time so i had no idea what time it was in the day at all which is a very weird feeling so it was a good amount of time. It felt like what it was a good amount of time. We made a felt good like amount hours, of distance. Yeah. And we're like, okay, you know what? Let's let's cross the bridge and we'll find our campgrounds. So we cross the bridge and then actually backing up a little, there's a fork and we're like, which way should we go? We didn't know which way to go. So we went one way. And once we get off the bridge, we see we start seeing these campsites, kind of. Like it's a, a formation of rocks where you can make a fire. And You'll that's see that about all they had. Too, yep. But, and then we're like, okay, let's go down this line. So we, we took this path down, and it started getting very offbeat. Like, we were walking, in, and there's plenty of poison ivy in northern or Ontario. And we were walking in this brush with shorts. And the brush was about this high at this point. And there was, like, we saw poison ivy, and we're like, okay, we're done. I thought we were But toast. we kept walking through. We're like, what are we going to do? Like, this is where we're going. And at this point, we didn't even see anybody like we had not bumped into any people we were just walking in the middle of the forest and i remember we got to this point of the trail and we were i'm gonna say like 45 an hour in to the hike with this 50 pound bag and we're it's getting us 10 that weighs easily like what well how much would you say that way 15 pounds 20, 15, 20 pounds. pounds when you're walking for over an hour Oh, it gets adds up, bro. Especially in the beating hot sun. And before, as you're as you're saying this story, like the whole time we were so scared that we were gonna see a bear, we had to do like the special call, like from deep within our voices. You want to do it together right now? I don't want to wake your your mom up. No, no, we're gonna. You know, the cones are sleeping. We're still gonna do it. Three, two, one. Hey, hey bear. bear! Yeah, so we'd be doing that frequently because we thought for sure that we were just gonna bump into a bear. We had food in our backpacks and all that stuff, and we thought we were literally walking baits. That was pretty terrifying, but. Back to your story, we hit that fork, and then I would... So, like, yeah, when we, once we made it down a good amount of way, and we were walking this thick brush, I remember, and I was, I think it was downhill, we were walking it for a good amount of time, we got to this mud pile, oh, kind yeah. of. It was, it was flooded, the path was flooded, it's kind of ATV tracks, so you had these two puddles along the side, and then a strip of grass. So, we walked along the side, it almost slipped into the water, which would be miserable, and then... <clears throat> went around the turn and they're like oh there's another puddle i guess we're gonna make it over this so we didn't really know where we were going if we saw a string of puddles we would have said no but each turn there was another puddle so we're like okay i guess we have to go over it now and so we got to this puddle and it was i'm gonna say it was about 10 feet wide with no form of getting across like there's complete swamp on either end of the path like, there's no way of getting across without going in the water and there's like this one rock and I remember, I think it was you. You're like, okay, let me try getting I across in this. It. And, and once we saw a crop, I was looking on the other end, and it was just more thick mud. And you stepped in it, and your foot sank of it. I'm like, you know, this is not it. Like, th this it looked like the path. Like, we thought this was a trail. And I was like, we have to turn back. Like, this is not going to work. So we're like, all the way back. Oh, God. That was horrible. To about the bridge. And then we 
turn the corner and we see this sorry this is the first time that we notice there's a campground with the little rocks and yeah. we're like oh shit so we drop our bags and we kind of just explore the area and we found there's all these little campgrounds that were bordering the lake like very the river pretty. it was like a river park kind of part of the lake very, it was like a canal it was yeah. actually really really pretty very pretty but there was a lot of highway noise because it was still close to the highway just the way it worked so it was pretty noisy and there was a good amount of traffic because this is on the same body of the lake where people were launching their portage canoes so a lot of people are going through there and then when we found when we were walking around there's lots of different campgrounds of, of tents that people already set up so it felt kind of like commercialized campground even though you have to hike there and it's far it wasn't we're, but we were very excited like we we're like finally we spent at this point i'm gonna say like an hour and a half two hours maybe hiking easily, easily. and we were dead tired we drop our bags we found a great campsite we're like yes we're here let's go we're fired I think up we took off our shirts and we we're like cheering put the tent down we said we're gonna put the tent yeah so we we're gonna do planning. our fire this is where we're gonna wash our we're like planning it dishes all and shit. we were planning the campground oh and i remember vlogging saying hey boys we're here we made we're it here guys this is gonna be our campground you took off your night. bandana you dunked your head in dunked the water in the water you're like this feels great this is you know great. what the worst part about this is as you're there like, I remember, like he said, there was highway noise, and a huge reason why we wanted to do this is we wanted to get away from civilization, just escape, get away from our phones, with the exception of, like, my camera, obviously, um, but we just, we wanted to get away and just, like, be within our own thoughts, we wanted to take on nature and literally just be removed from civilization, which is kind of what we've been a part of, like, for the longest time, you know, yeah. even when you're at the cottage, it's still, like, you're a part of the, the real world, so that was a real bummer for me in the first place, and then as you're at your campground, you see, like, tons of canoes coming through and then people won't even ask you they'll just get off at your campsite it's like yeah. step on land they won't even ask you and it's like whoa this is this yeah, is it's definitely just like a little wait it was too busy it didn't feel right it was too so busy this couple walked i don't know if it was a couple i think it was a, it was a it was, a, it was this european guy with his daughter 50 year old guy and this girl that looked like 25 she was young i don't know if it was his daughter they did not look related at all if you're listening to the podcast shout out to you they're actually yeah, <laughs> They're great people, really. They were, yeah, truly, truly, really. So want to say people. what they did, told us. Yeah, so they we were kind of just making conversation. Another thing I noticed is that like everyone was very friendly. If you see someone, they'll wave to you. You'll make like some sort of small talk. But these people approached us and they were kind of asking us, "Have we been there before? You know, what's kind of our experience?" So we kind of filled them in and said, first time here." Uh, we kind of just want to take on the woods on our own." And it actually took us a really long time to find this spot. And he was saying to us, well, did you go on like the actual, uh, the actual hiking trail? We looked at each other and we're like, uh, yeah, isn't this, isn't this like where we're supposed to be? Like this fit the description of what it was on the website. It just, it fit everything. You see pictures on social media, you see like this scene, you see this scene. And we thought for sure we made it. Pulls out his map. He's like, guys, you know, your first time here, you guys have to like take like the legit, the legit trail. And I remember at this point in my vlog, I was saying we just met this really nice European couple. I called them a couple. I remember saying that. <laughs> Thinking back, I don't think it was a couple. But this guy showed us a map and he said, no, you got to go here. I can't really explain it because... And they were prepped. Like, they had all the bear stuff. They had oh. bear spray, bear tight containers. Machetes, belts. They, like, they knew what they were doing. They'd been in the area before. And they said, like, no, guys, like, you took the wrong fork. You have to go back and you'll see these beautiful views. But it was like... They said, I forget how long it was. They said it's a several hour hike away. Easily. Easily. And we were dead tired because we've been carrying these oh, heavy, heavy bags all the way there. And yeah. I just looked, I remember looking at, I remember thinking at first to myself, I'm like, yeah, no way, no way am I doing this. And then I started thinking to myself, I'm like, first of all, it's it was still pretty early in the day because we left at the house at like eight. Like, what are we going to do all day? First, that was the first thought in my head. Thing. And the second thought was like, why are we settling for this experience? We've been waiting. We made the Excel doc. We made the presentation for our families. Why are we settling on the spot? We, we are looking for an adventure. But I think the one thing that got us, he, he was telling us about there's this one point. There's this one point in McRae Lakes where it's literally like this huge cliff that overlooks the entire park. And I think that's what really got us. He's like, guys, like if you go there, it's honestly beautiful. He told us a story about a climber who actually lost his life there. And there was actually a shrine uh, made by the wife of that climber 
kind of like signifying him and his presence there. And it was like at this point we're like, like he said, we have all this time. Like, what the hell are we gonna do with the rest of our day? Just sit on our asses and doing nothing? Like, it would have been boring, honestly. Like, we were tired, but at the same time, what the hell were we gonna do? So we said, you know like what? We, we had nothing to do. Literally, you can't play on your phone. You can't go on Instagram. You don't want to call people. Like, it's you and nature, and you really just have to make your time in nature. And it's not like we brought board games. Like, oh, we didn't we, bring shit. We brought. We forgot cards too. We brought a foldable axe. Yeah. We brought a pocket knife. We brought a lighter. A very small lighter. A lighter. We brought. I mean, we're talking. And toilet we, paper, because you gotta wipe your ass with something. What we didn't uh, use. We Luckily, didn't use it. We didn't use God. it for the for the fire. We used it. So at this point, we said, you know what? Let's do it, man. We're here. We wanted to take on nature. We're we're down for a challenge. So I remember going. And we think, like, we thought we knew what he was talking about, so we took one turn, and this part was actually really scary. Because we were walking, and we weren't even following a path. We were going deep into, like, woods that there was literally no path, and we kept going and going and going. And then we hit a point where, like, <laughs> we were in the middle of nowhere, nowhere. like, with no path. There was some resemblance of a path at the beginning, so we're like, okay, this is where we're supposed to be going. But then it was disappearing. And then, you know, the, the things that made it a path, these, like, the trampled part in the ground and like the larger sticks on the side that kind of made it look like it had been trekked before started becoming filled in with just more bushes until that we were at the point where like this curve this pattern in the break of the trees kinds of kind of looks like a path so we said fuck it let's follow it so we kept going down it was not a path nobody had walked there before like it was nothing we just were making a path up in our heads and we went far and i remember turning around and you like look around you and you're like holy shit there's like trees everywhere like fuck like which direction like do we come from like i don't think this is it man like i, I don't remember think... one point i was genuinely scared because i got we anxious walked back a bit we, were, we said okay we have to turn like this is not a path for sure like we must have taken a wrong turn and we start walking back and then i remember just like looking and like wait like which way did we come from because there's no th- landmarks Nothing. to signify and it's like, you feel overwhelmed and lost because like you're in the middle of the forest. If you start walking the wrong way, you're ending up. Nowhere. It was. It, it made me very anxious at one point. But anyways, being the problem solvers that we are, we found our way back. And honestly, we follow this other path. I really don't remember how we fall. Oh, I do. We we back. We got it. We got back to the fork. And you know, what we found we found like arrows that are actually pointing to the other path. Not arrows. These little yellow tags. Tags. And if we. When we were looking at the first fork, if we took like one more step forward, it was just being blocked by our angle. So if we, we, took, seen if it. we spent another 15 seconds looking at the fork, we would have found <sighs> the path and we would have saved several hours, 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 man, hours. So we got on the path. So we got we on the path. Got, we saw the yellow cards and we're like, okay, we're going. And this is where the, this is where everything gets. Really it gets really it gets really positive after so i remember i just remember the start all uphill man our legs are dying we're carrying this big ass tent we're carrying these like really heavy backpacks at this point they're super heavy because we're fatigued our muscles are really tired i don't have my shirt on the straps of the backpack are already oh, giving yeah. me this huge rash digging in bandanas are soaking wet we're the same bandana which was pretty cool but we were walking and we were walking and we were walking it was actually a really enjoyable hike at that point because it was very clear you see the tags you know you're going in the right direction so at this point we were feeling really confident taking small breaks for water oh, dude. of our yeah. six water bottles that we brought each that's three liters we, we went through so much water in the that's first three day. liters for the entire camping that we were doing yeah which is stupid so little water we're especially when you're doing a lot of too. physical activity yeah we were sweating and it's it was hot out, which is great. It was sunny. It was beautiful weather, but it makes it makes you thirsty. It makes you very thirsty. Whole time we're doing our little bear call, you know, trying to uh, trying to be hey, all tough bear. and stuff. Hey bear! And we were walking again, like you said, taking breaks. And just when you think you make it, sure enough, you're like, oh damn, there's still more to go. And like, I think at this point I was really enjoying the hike, but there was like a part of me saying, man, I just I just want to get there. Yeah, and it's also the un- <laughs> it's like the not knowing how close you are because yeah. we didn't. No, we didn't have a map. We didn't know where we were going. We had no idea. And all that we were going is based off this couple's, these people, this European people, whatever you want to call them. This vision. They're like, once you get to the top, there's this big break. And we're like, oh, I hope it's close. Oh, it's and I remember we got to this one point of the, the path. And it was this swamp. 
It wasn't oh, a lake. Yeah. It was this tiny swamp, and it, <laughs> it sucked. It was, it was really bad. There's tons of mosquitoes because it was still water, and it was sheltered amongst trees. And there was kind of like this rock place area, but like imagine thick swamp, really buggy in the middle of nothing. And Justin's like, I think we're here. Like, I didn't see any flags, guys. We didn't like, see any flags. He's like, I think we're here. I'm like, there's no, there's no way because they said there's this giant cliff that you look at. It's really beautiful. And I was I just, convinced. I was very convinced. I, I and part like, of me wanted to say that we made it because I was, I was tired. And we were this close to like, whatever, saying, okay, like here we're we're good. We made it. We made it. And then like, no, let's just keep going. Like, follow this path. We found we found more yellow markers. We started going down the path again. And literally, I'd say with in 15 minutes from that point, which was very close considering how much hiking we were doing, we're like four hours into this hiking Easily. at this point. Like, so another 15 minutes around the corner, basically. I remember we were walking up, walking up, walking up, and then we get to this what seems like a top, these rocks, and we like start walking up, and then I drop off my bag and I start seeing like the break where you almost get the view. And I run up to the edge of this, like, well, I didn't run to the edge of a cliff. I got up to the edge of this cliff. And I remember just, like, looking out on the entire, like, it just opened up. We had no idea that we were climbing up this cliff. And there was this giant lake at the bottom. And it just opened up and this beautiful campground. And I remember just throwing my hands up in the air and just feeling so, like, victorious. Like, wow. We just went on an adventure, and we ended up in the best spot we could ever be. We were. I remember it so clearly. Describe the campground. Oh, it was so beautiful. And like honestly, just taking in like how much hiking we did, and how exhausting it was, and how much like honestly, it was a really big challenge, especially like with we were not prepared for this. We probably shouldn't have even brought a tent because I was very stupid. Like I, I I strained my forearms carrying that damn thing. In hindsight, it was like. We'll get to the overnight story. It was a smart idea, but I think next time I would forgo a tent just for, like, shits. It, I think it'd be fun, but we'll get into the tent story. But, yeah, when you make it, when you work so hard for something, you see this opening, honestly, the most breathtaking view I have ever seen. Probably, and just, like, just the fact that you work so hard for it and you see it, it's, like, just such a nice reward. You feel the breeze hitting your face. You literally oh, see where you started. You see it from the distance, where you start, and you're like, holy shit, like, we started there. That's where it all started. We problem solved and we finally made it. And it just, it felt so good. And then we said at that point, you know what? Let's set up here. We could have gone on more. We could have gone more by the lake. But we're like, this is too good. Like I feel too good. So, and let me just quickly describe this to you. So off the trail, you go off a little bit and there's this giant slab of rock and you kind of turn the corner. So the giant slab of rock is where we set up our tent and you turn the corner and I'd almost describe it as a, a rock sofa so it's there's these giant steps almost of rock that are built up and in the middle of them so you have these giant rocks you know crying creating this shelter this the sofa and then in the middle oh, yeah. there's these two rocks that are set up perfectly for to create a fire you can wet in the between this wedge and then on the front on the cusp it was overlook the cliff and it was overlooking the entire view so you could sit down on this rock with the fire pit right in front of you and then look out over the entire lake. It's like a huge-ass TV screen of the most beautiful picture you've ever seen. Man. Oh. So we ended, We took the what, the pocket folding saw that we bought it at the dollar store and we're like, okay, we need firewood. And there's a tree that had fallen down. So I got in there and I started sawing it, sawing it, oh. and I got these giant logs out. They're That's filled so with sap. <laughs> And I remember you then started getting me was, on one of those. I, I try. I was struggling at the beginning. I'm not going to lie. He had to do it all. And I kind of got in the hang of it. I was able to do it. Yeah. You got pulled back. We, we got pulled yeah. back. We got You got you to gotta get in to see this like kind of motion, which I wasn't used to. Anyways, we got some big ass logs. Big that ass so logs. Perfect. And we found a tree. Like we, we dropped off our stuff and then we were just like adventuring, looking for wood. And we we're like, this is the light. We have daylight now. We're going to gather wood. We need to make a fire. We ended up finding this dead tree dead tree you want it dead because you don't want to take down a live tree and because dry wood will burn catches better a live tree is not going to burn it's just going to smoke cut down this tree and it i'd say had like a this girth? three four inch this diameter. much girth for those podcast listeners that can't see justin's fingers 
Just about, imagine putting your uh, your uh, index make finger a circle with thumb. the tips of your fingers yeah. and your thumb. It's probably about that. We sawed through it, carried over a shoulder this tree back yeah. to our campsite, broke up all the twigs, had some great kindling. Then we went down to the water. Like we had to find our way down to the water just to get stuff water to wash our pants and pans and stuff. And we ended up actually bumping into um, some acquaintances. Some acquaintances, yeah, which is really funny. And they, high or elementary school friend yeah, of mine and Justin's my sister's friend. friend. And it was at this point where we're like, Holy, like this is weird. Like you don't expect to like see. We didn't like, see anybody there except for these people. Yeah. And I was like, of all the people that you bump into, you bump into people that you know. You know, and, like three hours away, and then a five-hour hike in. See people. Oh, it was weird. But dunk, I remember we dunked our heads dunked in the water heads, there. Hiked back up. That uh, hike they down told the that, water was kind of sketchy. It was sketchy. It was scary. It was really downhill. But when we were talking to them, uh, the one guy that was there had been there multiple times. And he was telling us about stories. Almost and the last there. time that they were there, they hung their food over the tree because you don't want the bears to get to it. But sure enough, while they were sleeping in their tent, bears showed up in their campsite. And this is like the last scratching thing. Scratching at their tent. Scratching at their tent. Like they hear it ruffling around. All you can really do at this point is just like stay quiet in your tent. There's nothing you can really do unless you want to be brave enough to try to scare it away. But at this point, this was the last thing I wanted to hear. And they're like, oh no, if you come here, it's very common. Like you're most likely going to see a bear, kind of like what we saw. So that really freaked us out. Anyways, we went back up. We brought some water. We're going to take another break here uh, before we get on to the last part of the story. But I hope you're enjoying this podcast so far this is kind of like our first go at it we're having a lot of fun but uh on that note Woo-hoo. we'll be back in just a sec this episode of just in time is brought to you by my 20 join the movement and we're back thank you for uh sticking around with us we're we are now on to the last part of the story and this is where things get a little bit uh, a little bit nail biting for us in the moment so We'll continue our story. So we went back up to the cliff. Um, our little camp type ground. Little site. campground. Set up the tent. Tent was all set up. We had our firewood. We were well prepared. We were and very I well prepared. Think this. The beer. I mean, what do you do when you're, when you're done? Like we got our wood, and you're in the middle of nowhere, and you you have nothing to do. So like, what do you naturally do? You eat when you're bored. And you crack open a cold one. Yep. If you've got a cold one handy on a you. A cold one. Or in our case, a, a warmer one. It was a warm Because it was not refrigerated, but it was Steam Whistle, which is a local Toronto, um, I don't know if you want to say craft beer, but it's a great beer. Oh, Call what you want, yeah. It's such it was, a good beer. It was, beer. it was the best beer I've probably ever had Steam in my Whistle life. is amazing. So if you've never tried Steam Whistle, go get yourself one. Go copy and yourself we, some Steam Whistle. we sat on the edge of this cliff. I'm going to say it was about 100, 100, 150 feet. Easily like 100, 150 feet. And we, we didn't have our legs dangling off the end, but we sat cross-legged right at the edge of this cliff yeah cracked open a beer and opened up the goldfish and we hadn't eaten since the beginning <laughs> of the act too so we were, we were hungry we were we had to ration our food yeah so i think yeah alcohol also dehydrates you so dumb move and then eating salty crackers also dumb move when you only have three liters of water it's so good we, oh, and but we also we uh, had beef jerky before that too keep oh that yeah in mind. oh yeah we were i don't know why we that. got beef jerky a small little pack but it was so salty. It made me so thirsty. <laughs> it made us both so thirsty. All salt, all sodium, all good things. And we only had six bottles of water, which was stupid. We were probably through over half of our water at this point. Yeah. Too. Oh, there's one point there. I was going to die. I, I thought we weren't going to make it. <laughs> oh, it was so thirsty. Never been more thirsty before. So, yeah, drinking that beer, and the sun was setting, and we were drinking a beer, and we plowed through an entire bag of goldfish very quickly. It was so beautiful and serene and i just remember sitting there in like complete awe just of nature's on. beauty and you could sit there for hours and i think we sat there for a while and we're like you know what let's get dinner ready like let's get this thing cooking so we we found you know we brought a pot your roommate's old yeah, pot, we brought a pot this little pot and we at the dollar store we bought this metal wire and we hooked where the handle used to be on the pot we unscrewed it prior to leaving and when we were there, we took the metal wire and we hooked it in each hole of the pot and created this long handle. I'd say like about a foot up. This way, when the pot is in the fire, which is going to inevitably be happening, you could take a stick and then pull the pot out. Very, very handy. Very, very smart. smart very uh, advanced. Otherwise, you would have been screwed. Advanced thinking. So take the Chef Boyardee, open up the can, 
throw it in the pot. We had one can each, so we put them together, put the lid on the pot, ripped up the fire. It was blazing. It was good. Oh, super so good. smoky. Nothing smells better than fire. Oh, Nothing so smells good. better. And then the smoke's getting into the Chef Boy Aldi. And it's, you know, cooking, very complex flavor profile, really very savory, savory, yeah. sweet, you know, that de- very delicate. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Chef Boyardee's, you know, canned food, canned pasta. Ravioli. ravioli. Those we got are, and we got mini, lasagna. We got mini beef ravioli and, and lasagna. lasagna. Or maybe it was mini lasagna. It was like, it was like, it was like lasagna. See, lasagna in a ravioli. can is basically tomato soup with noodles. Yeah. <laughs> with some meat. Yeah, some, but there's no, there's no resemblance of structure. It's not like you take out the can and it's like, and you have a log of lasagna. It's literally like mushed up noodles and like a, yeah, like a it's meat like sauce. small noodles. It's not lasagna. Just don't get your hopes up if you're buying it. And we cook it, we pour it back in the can, and don't put your can in the fire to heat it up, because there's plastic on the inside of these cans, and there's these cancer causing carcinogens that are released when you heat it up. So don't do that. Get a pot for yourself. We poured the hot steaming food back in the can, which could also probably be bad. That was probably bad. And it's steaming hot, like just came off fire. And we start eating it, and I remember it was like burning. But I was like, oh, it's so hot. It's so good because it's warm <laughs> food. And we're sitting on the edge of the cliff, and we're like, this is amazing. So we killed that very quickly. Then we opened up the second can. And at this point, we're done through the, we're getting through the beef jerky. Finished a whole entire bag of salty, and had alcohol. salty um, crackers. Crackers. Had a beer, a tall boy beer, and just ate a can of Chef Boyardee, which I think has a thousand milligrams of sodium, around half your day's intake of sodium. It was half your days. And we, at this point, we had hiked for five hours and only had one or two bottles of water. And I remember thinking, like, my mouth was so salty. <laughs> and we're cracking open this other thing. I'm still so hungry. We had one more can to go at this point. One more can to go. But I was so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> like what we gotta do is like, gotta eat it salty whatever it's gonna happen so we cook it up we eat it and we're finishing you didn't finish yours i think i finished mine i i, I finished most of it i didn't finish the whole thing and it was like so <laughs> mouth is it so salt and what else did we have at the end of that we had like cream corn or baked beans <laughs> we brought baked beans and that was for the next that was for our breakfast <laughs> next morning we're gonna have baked beans it's the only food that we had left at this point <laughs> i think i still have them here Actually, I think we left them. No, I think I took. I think I took um, one, one or two cans back. I think I. Took no, we didn't leave back. anything there. I remember that. No, we left a pot there. Or no, yeah. we didn't. No, we, we didn't, didn't leave the pot there. Yeah. yeah. So we, we only had at this point we had two water bottles, three, three two water bottles left, and it's. I'm gonna say. I'll say three left. Very dark. It's getting dinner. very dark outside. So around nine o'clock. And then I remember we just kept the fire going, kind of just kicked back. Oh, no. First, we said before it gets completely dark, take all the cans with the food residue on them. We put them in a garbage bag, tied a rope around the garbage bag, and then dangled it off the cliff. So that the bears wouldn't smell. Because if the bears smell your food, they're attracted to yeah. your campsite. So the, the bag was closer to the water mm-hmm. than it was the cliff. So there's no way they were we, coming up. And we found, like, a groove in the cliff. So it wasn't, like, hanging off. Like, what I was terrified of, we're just having, like, this bag hanging off with all these <laughs> pots and pans and, like... You know, suddenly in the morning, it just snaps or something, and you just hear this loud And it was bang. dollar store tweed. Yeah. Like, rope. Like it, wasn't, it, was, it wasn't good rope, so I, I didn't want to wake everyone up. Like, it would have shaken the whole the whole fucking place, because you got a huge lake, sound travels across the water. Like, I was terrified of that, so we actually found a groove. It was actually really smart, and it worked, so we did that. Lowered Very smart, and that was when we kind of just sat back for the night, roasted some marshmallows, oh, sat yeah. by the fire, and uh, uh, we're recording a podcast. <laughs> that was my sister for those of you that don't know that's that's real life for you. this is what happens sometimes hap- you're gonna get interruptions that's when you take a break and go camping get yeah. away for those go camping honestly it's whatever it's what happens when you have your your uh, your podcast in your house you're gonna have some distractions anyways i remember sitting by the fire having some marshmallows having really deep conversation and then the sky just opens up the moon comes out you see all the stars you see and all we were the both sitting on these rocks that were kind of like couches and i had my head propped back on the rock behind me and i remember i saw the moon come out and it was right over here it was oh, yeah. right on my west side or my my left side of peripheral vision and i saw it next to the tree and i didn't we didn't move for many hours 
And I remember watching as we were talking throughout the night, I remember the moon shifting across the sky and it kept going and going and going. And I, was, I saw it passing all these milestones, passing this tree, passing this tree, because it's fairly low. And then it got to like, must have been one o'clock because it was passed halfway through the sky. And I remember thinking to myself, if the fire kept could have kept on going, which we didn't have enough wood, yeah, I would have I would have pulled the all nighter and just sat there because so beautiful. It was one of the times in my life that I was most at peace, just looking up at the stars. I was lost in it. Yeah, it, it was so it was so mesmerizing. Honestly, it was the most mesmerizing. I'm never thing. gonna forget that moment, sitting there looking up at the yeah. stars and the moon and just being like consumed by nature. Like at the same time, I'm not gonna lie, it's like pitch black here. And your only light source is the fire and every little noise that you hear in the back of our minds are like, holy shit, is there a bear or is there an animal? And where we set up our tent, our tent was like right by some trees and like kind of like right by the woods. So I think like you and I are both kind of scared to like go to sleep because we were, I was pretty certain. Oh, so we, yeah, once the fire went and I had made a stick, a bear stick. Oh yeah, you'll see that on the blog too. I a straight too. stick and then I had an, my Swiss army knife and I sharpened it to a point and then you roast it in the fire and you kind of burn it which hardens the wood, and then you, you uh, against a rock, you, what's it called? Scrape it. Yeah, you s- like almost sand it down on the rock, and you keep burning it and then sanding it down, so it becomes real, becomes as tough as stone. So if you have to use it as a spear, you can. So we use that. Those are only that was defense. Our protection. That, that was and, our protection. And, uh, and, and we uh, bought an air horn. A, a bike, bike horn. A, a bike, bike horn, horn, not an air horn. It was a bike horn, guys. A, and <laughs> squeezing it, it's like, <laughs> so the silliest thing bear came in our camp, we were gonna stab it or you poke. know threaten it with the poke, you know. the poke, and then the honk. So we give it a, <laughs> ah, you know, kind of, no, we're no. big guys. Hey, get away! Get you away know? from me! That kind of thing. Yes, we get in the the, the the tent around two in the morning, and it's cold. It gets cold at night in the summer. It was cold. Like, don't yeah. fool yourself. It gets very cold. And I I remember trying trying to fall asleep, and you hear like coyotes. You're forgetting something. When we laid down. It is the most uncomfortable oh. thing because we were on a cliff. We were literally set up on a rock. So oh, we were on. A, we weren't on leaves and dirt. This was our tent. A rock on top of a, a hard granite rock, and we had our sleeping bag, not thick. No you know, pillow. Is, no pillow. We slept on our hoodies. Yeah, because we didn't want to bring a pillow, so we had a multi-purpose hoodie. So imagine trying to sleep on a hoodie on a rock, and then you have your sleeping bag, and you're kind of. Hear coyotes. Yeah, coyotes literally every second. These ruffles in the woods. You hear like movement all around you constantly. And I remember throughout the entire night, it was, I was like, did you hear that? Did you hear that, Jordan? Did you hear that? Wait, is that a bear? Fuck, what do you think that was? Do you hear that coyote? Did you hear that? Yo, I don't want to go to sleep. (laughs) And try to fall asleep. And you said I dozed off for maybe like half an hour at one point, kind of. Well, I dozed off for a bit. I'm not gonna lie, and I, at this point too, I was so dehydrated. I had the worst fucking oh, headache was, in the whole world, man. I, that was the most thirsty I've been in my entire life. I was ready to crush the two bottles that I had, but I wouldn't have any for the hike back the next yeah, day. Yeah, but my head was pounding. I was so dehydrated. I was just so like out of it. I was just, it was. I'm never gonna forget how I felt. I was like so like exhausted and so it's like making helpless. me thirsty. Talking, it's just like giving that feeling in my mouth now. How I thir- know. I'm gonna take it. I'm gonna oh. cheers to that. All I wanted at this moment was just an Advil. That is all I wanted. That is all I, just I wanted. wanted. I wanted a, a jug of water. I just wanted, I just wanted to get oh in that God. water. Oh my God, I remember that feeling so well. Oh, there's, I said, I think it was like, there's nothing more in life that I've wanted than just more water right now. Oh my God. And the craziest part is we had water bottles in the car. We should have packed more. We shouldn't have been so dumb. It would have been so heavy. But you learn and you, and you, and you make do. Yeah, you learn from what you didn't you use, which we used everything. Yeah. But there's stuff... We went very minimalist camping. Yeah. Like, we did not bring any luxuries. No. And then I remember, like, you're, you're not actually sleeping. Like, you think you dozed off for a bit, but you know, like, you didn't. It's, like, a really weird, like, medium between actually sleeping and being conscious, like, being awake. And then I just remember this, you start to see, like, see the sun come Because your brain's on guard. Yeah. Your brain is, like, it's listening. And once it hears a ruffle... You're up. Like, you're if, like if, if, and if you have a bear and you're in trouble, you can't really call for help. Like, no one's, unless you have, like, other campers, like, near you, like, there's no rangers around to help you. Like, you can't really call anyone. There's, like, no service. Our phones are off. happens when you hike five hours out in the middle of the woods with nothing. Like, it felt like we were, like, we weren't at the top of the food chain anymore. It's really weird. And it might, this might sound, like, really, like, extra and shit. But, like, I'm not going to lie. This is how I felt. This is how we felt. It's very scary. I'm not going to lie. 
Anyways, morning came around, and I remember... Oh, shit, the battery's going to die for the camera. We're going to have to wrap this up. Wrap it up. Morning came around. Beautiful mist on the lake. Maybe we took six it or in. five in the morning. We, I didn't know the time, but we thought it was really early. Didn't eat the baked beans. We're like, let's get out of here. We have nothing to do now. We packed up the tent, made the hike back. Very Great, easy. Very nice hike. Easy hike. Really enjoyed it. Felt rejuvenated after having no sleep somehow. I think it was just a beautiful view. And we had the adrenaline going. We were proud that we like accomplished something that we were waiting so long for. Got through the hike very quick. Made it back to our car. Felt like ass. We smelt like ass. Oh, we sm- that shower was great. And that drive home was amazing too. I felt so good. Yeah. But I remember, you know, that feeling when we got back. I said to my parents, "You didn't believe that we were actually going to do it, and we did we it. We did it. We accomplished it, guys. And it was an unforgettable weekend. That it was, was unforgettable. <sighs> Highly recommend you going out in nature." Don't go to a campground. Don't do put properly. yourself put yourself at risk. Go in the middle of a forest where there's bears. And Don't do bring properly. a camp. Don't bring a tent. Be on guard the whole time. Be on guard and put yourself out there. But yeah, that's pretty much the story. This podcast went really long. I really enjoyed it. I'm gonna try to get this guy on again sometime soon. If they want to follow you on Instagram, where can they do that? Jordan Wiener. I'm gonna tie Wiener his, W-I. Well his Insta- our handles are gonna be right here anyway. Right. But um Right there. Right there. This has been the first episode of Just In Time. You can get it on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, wherever, all the major platforms. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch you next week. This has been Justin Cohen and Jordan Wiener signing off. Peace. Peace.